what are, what are the requirements to get get a game onto Steam? Like I see you, you go down the rabbit hole, like you scroll. You can do whatever you want, man, as long as people support it. Long enough, and you start seeing some weird stuff, dude. Like, like people's a, fantasies. Yeah. Come to no, life. I know you. I know we're getting it. <laughs> but on the not so weird side, um, there's games like this one called Son of the Storm or Son of the Sons of the Forest. That was really good. That was like a locally made game from just an indie player developer. You just got to develop the game. Of course. Yeah. Develop the game, put it on there. Hopefully it's popular with Twitch streaming. There we go. Just Twitch streaming is the way to go. Well, welcome back, everyone. We're here to chit-chat about Cowboy Bebop today. Finished it. Um, So good. So good. I liked it. I liked the ending. You did. Everyone watched the ending, right? Like no, we no, finished. Well, let, let me rephrase that. I like these last three episodes. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. A little entertainment while we talk. Um, can Can you actually not have that on? It kind of distracts me. Sure. Sorry, dude. Sorry, bro. All right. Um, so. What'd you guys think? Overall, the first episode, what, what, what? 23, 24, 20, oh no, 24, uh, 25, 26. My opinion, I like it. I like the ending. All, All three? Ending. Yeah, it's 20, uh, 24 is just, no, 24, yeah, with Ed and his dad. Sentimental. I liked it. It was a good start. It's, it's a good start to the finale. I think it was a good choice to have these three. It was a good start for the finale. Good way to end it. Yeah. Yeah, it was an interesting episode. I liked it. Um, well, Spike guys, that episode. That was nice. I'm not going to lie. By Ed's dad, huh? Well, that guy is like, man, this guy's full of death. Boom, headbutt. <laughs> Motherfucker's crazy, dude. Well, he was also seven feet tall, you know. So. I think that also makes a difference. <laughs> it was so random seeing that Ed had a dad. But not really, though, right? We always wondered, like, hey, what, what is he doing here? <laughs> On an episode 24, I think it is a little random. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree. It's a little random. I mean, they're introducing him, what, in the last two episodes? <laughs> yeah, I doubt what. <laughs> but it's also her segue out. Yeah, I mean, it's the way they plan. They, well, she doesn't even they, go with him, they, right? No, no, she goes her own way with time. It was sad into their own horizon. Well, she, it's coming of age for her, right? They close one page. She's not like that, obviously not that affected by it. But at the same time, it did trigger her, and she started going off on her own journey now into adulthood. And then you see fucking my boy having brain parts over here. Getting all sentimental again, and that was sad. That was really sad. He had all the eggs boiled out for everybody, and eating by himself right there at the end, knowing that Ed's not there. Jet or I'm, yeah, 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 dude. That was that was some. That was like, damn, dude. It's like when you know, I guess in me now, like, like what are you guys are experiencing? Like, man, I, I would be sad later on in life, you know, the little kid that's bugging <laughs> you all the damn time, and now it's quiet, I'm alone. Mm. Yeah, that was like, damn, that was heavy. But it's coming. Yeah. Of, it's coming of age. Ed's a good Ed's kid. Kid, they all did their part. You know, in a family, they say it takes a tribe to raise a human. I I believe it, even in anime. 
Well, you know, it was a beautiful, beautiful closing, closing part of Ed, Ed and Ein's chapter. It might be. Yeah. Mind. Yeah, I don't know. Even like watching it back, I still don't really get. I I can understand why Ed was in the show. I don't get why Ein was in the show. <laughs> like, yeah. It's probably just the dog, man. It's just like the robot I, and the show. He was supposed to be like yeah. a crazy dog that they were like well, pursuing. To be a genius. I think well, the show, the show started with Ayn's story, no? Well, yeah. But no. The, 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 the second episode. Oh, the second right. episode? Yeah, yeah. The first one was the, the red eyes, whatever. The drug. Yeah. The eyes. Mm-hmm. But out of the three, this one was, to me, definitely the weakest, which is fine. It's like the the appetizer, I suppose. Um, yeah, and it's kind of like setting just, the table. Exactly. You know, like you, you kind of see what's coming. Like you can tell that we're getting to the finale here because the team is dispersing. Well, I guess I forgot to mention. I guess Ed and Faye, right? Ed and Faye. yeah, because Faye, she, she, she kind of goes full circle, even if it's like unsatisfying for her in a way. But like she's, she gets her memory back, and she runs into like an older uh, or like a former classmate who's now you know older and um more brittle and you know more frail uh and it's kind of like it, it shocks Faye to see that cuz that's what she should look like assuming she's she'd be alive um so definitely like their stories were being wrapped up I guess you know and I was like all right the last two, like, we're really going to, we're going to seal this. Like, There's no, you can tell there's, like, no part two to this this show. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Did, like, anything else stand out to you guys for 23? Not that I don't want to spend time on it, but because it's three episodes, it's like, holy shit. Um, as opposed to two. I like how yeah. he just dipped out. <laughs> like, when he's like, you want to come with me? And then I see a meteor, and then he just dips out. I'm out. Like, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> so carefree. <laughs> like, right. So is that, though, right? So is that. So, I mean, they get big. Yeah, I think that's bigger what fish to fry, essentially. Yeah, like, no emotional goodbyes or anything from Ed. You know, just very like, yeah, all right, I'm outie. This was fun <laughs> later. It represents, like, that uh, innocence, I guess, but... Yeah, um, nothing to see here. Yeah. yeah, like we didn't spend you know twenty episodes together. It's all good. We can keep going. Um, but yeah, I don't know anything else. I think I think it's the first time in the show where I actually felt like, like even though there wasn't an emotional like goodbye from the characters themselves within the show, it is the first time that I actually did feel like some sort of way emotionally about the characters where I was like, Mm. Oh, they're leaving. Like they're really leaving. And like, there was a sense of like, um, at least as I was watching it, I was like, Oh, this kind of, this kind of sucks that they're kind of separating. So there was, so there was the first time that I've actually felt like, Oh man, they, they, I've spent time with these characters you know, so it, to me, that was one of the cool pieces about this episode, which is that um, it, it's it's a slow episode, but they they do make you feel like a part of the family is 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 going away. And at least to me as a viewer, 
I, I felt like mm-hmm. an attachment to the characters. Yeah. One of the cool things is like that it's nice to know that uh Ed has someone that's out there looking for for her. So like even though she's going out into the unknown, there's that sense of like, well, there's still her dad is still I don't know, in a way, uh, cares about her even though um you know they 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 didn't she didn't or he didn't raise her. Um so like there's that sense like even from a distance she'll still have some some protector I guess you could say but uh um yeah other than that it was like pretty mellow who's who's that lady in the wheelchair that interacts with Faye that that part kind of confused me who who is that with the little girl former classmate of okay. Faye now older yeah. yeah and uh yeah that's what I was saying earlier so who's like, the little girl her granddaughter. Yeah. The, 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 former, the old former lady's granddaughter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She spent about, yeah, what, what was it? So, 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 yeah, so she did spend like 30 years, right? Frozen? 20 years? I think like 30 something years, maybe even 40, something like that. That's crazy, bro. Imagine that's already like a lot of, you know, a lot of your friends probably passed away at that point, too, even classmates. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that's. But that at least they're older. Like, you, you just look way different. Like, how do you even. Exactly. So she went back to her school? I don't know how that... Yeah, I don't understand that either, per se. Well, yeah, because they were going back to Earth. They are on Earth, yeah. They are on Earth, yeah. They're they're going back to Earth. So so Faye's in Earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're all on Earth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so her memory starts coming back to her, and and so she starts going back to where her memory is taking her. And in doing that, she runs into a former classmate. Um... And it's the classmate that recognizes her because, you know, she looks exactly how, like, she looked when she was 30 years ago. Yeah. Or, like, you know. 30 plus years um, ago. Anyone would be in shock. Yeah. It's like, what's your trick? Um, I mean, we're all all surprised by Pharrell and who's the other guy? The eternal youngster. No. Darn it. Vampire memes, right? I guess Will Smith, maybe? Nah, I forget but the point I was saying is like we, that shock of like imagining seeing someone who has not aged and just seeing them yeah. after all this yeah, time. Yeah, it's crazy. And then the opposite is true also, huh? Like people say Morgan Freeman's been old his whole life. Technically, he hasn't aged either because he's always looked the same. He didn't look that old in the freak. What was that? What was the movie? Yeah. Oh my God! Where he's in jail? Where he's in jail, a prisoner with the one. Oh, Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. Redemption. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't. look that Hopefully. old. Hopefully. Well, he started. I think he started acting like at forty years or something like that. Like he. That, started, oh, late, that makes sense. He started that's, late. That's why. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, you're seeing him already older. Yeah. His, his voice is just so iconic. He just stands out right away. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. we we always confuse him with Nelson Mandela. I don't know why. Like, as a society, as a society, he gets confused with Nelson Mandela a lot. Didn't he play him in a movie? Yes, he did. I think so. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Side note: It just reminds me of like those memes you see of like um. What 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 did y'all think about the? Movie? There was a couple of like, like, like scenes where there was like it looked like there was glass splitting up the moon. Yeah. Or like a planet. Like what 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 does that mean? Did y'all did Dude, y'all get into that? 
I think I found which episode. That, that yeah. was fate. That was fate yeah. watching that. Well, I just feel like their worlds are coming to an end. You know, everyone's own personal world is changing, and then they're going off to a new one. And maybe that was the gist to Ed's dad, right? Because that's what he said. Like we're just hopping from planet from planet. Well, he was looking for her, but he was hopping from. He planet was looking to planet. for Ed, yeah. But now they're looking for a new journey of their their own life, right? Individually. So maybe that's what the planet signifies. Mm. No, in Spanish, a lot of times we say "nuestro mundo, nuestro planeta," or you know, "our planet." You're my, you're, you're my planet type of deal. Mm-hmm. You're so like Drake. You know, even the, the cheesiest Drake says, "Oh, you know, you you were my world, and now I have a new world." Maybe this is kind of transcending in the same way. Mm. I think it's just end the end. Like it's shit's coming to an end. Like it's finalizing you know, yeah but this is her old world coming to an end so now she's accepting that i think that's what that girl her classmate gave her closure that you know this part of your life is now ending now you have to start a new yeah. world yeah right 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 obviously well, a new well, world be, the, but the but the planet is being sliced in three four different ways like in that scene i mean like there's a the, there's a ha- there's a half circle and then and, and there's, then there's smaller pieces that's what I'm saying. So, I think I, that's a really good point on you because there's Faye, Jet, Ed, Spike. Hmm. What scene are you talking about, Adia? She, she's she's in the shower and she's and she's, she's remembering. Having like, she's having like a like a a flashback to like oh. a, a fountain, a water fountain, and then she looks out the window, and the the her plane crashed. That's why it looks like cracked. No. Mm. Yeah. No. But. I just think it's showing that scene right there, and it's, and it's kind of true because no, it, it does remind, it brings back all the memories and trauma. But also, she even even the start of change shows after, you know, you say they say you clean yourself with water, right? So it made, this cleansing was happening with water, I guess you could say, very mm-hmm. subtly. And then next, you see the interaction with Spike. That's a really good point. That's really interesting. I didn't think about that, but you see the interaction with Spike completely changed. Completely. She wasn't strong, assertive. She was weak. Yeah, he was kind taken aback by that too. I'm frozen. And I'm done. And I froze for a second. Very good. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> and it, but I think, yeah, I know as I, talk, I started talking to myself, but she was weak. She was vulnerable. She was something we've never seen, sincerely. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I think she started to accept that she's human. Just regular, regular human, a vulnerable. Is that person. is that the, is that what she's coming to terms with? Like that she's just know, she's a human. I, this is just me. This is just me. This is my guess. Like I feel like she didn't even feel like human. Maybe she felt even like property or like a thing. Because I thought this episode was interesting because there was this theme of belonging, and I'm still like wondering like what exactly is it that they're getting at with Faye? Like where does she belong? Like does she belong at that school? Does she belong on Earth? Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's true. No, it's true, right? Because she maybe feels like, like she doesn't belong anywhere anymore because she's yeah, I agree. I don't think she time. belongs anywhere. I think that's how she feels. I think I think we all belong somewhere, but she definitely feels like she does not belong, and she doesn't. And I agree with you, Peter. She doesn't belong on Earth anymore. You know, mm. that part in time of her life has now forever changed. So now you have to move on. Just like Ed. You know, his dad's like, oh, I found you. But does he, does she, she loves her father. There's no hate there. She recognizes him right away. That's the only reason I say love. But she's also, she's also pretty mature in the fact, like, you know what, I'm going to, not that young. I've been doing it on my own. You know, I'm going to keep moving forward. Yeah, but she also doesn't need anyone, right? She's like, hey, I mean, you don't have to come with me. 
but mm-hmm. I didn't want to. Like, hey, but you're my friend. It's like, all right, well, come on. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it is very sad just seeing them all leave. You're right, happy after watching them all together, and even watching it now, it's like, he got even more emotional because I feel bad for Jet because he's like, dude, I just want a family. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he just wants to maintain that family, and he had all these eggs for once, and he's like, just eating them there, yeah. bro- brooding. Yeah. Poor Jet. Well, no one gets what they want in the end uh, in this show. Uh, you know, I guess to a degree. Um, but yeah, 23, like, I don't know if you guys have anything else. <clears throat> like, for me, it was it was cool. It was nice, I guess, maybe because I've seen it already. Like, the shock value is not there. And, um, and I knew what was coming in, like, not 23, I keep saying 23, uh, 24. I knew it was coming in episode 25, 26, the real folk blues. And I was like, to me, that's the pinnacle. Like, that's it. Like, that's the, you know, so it was like, all right, let's get through this. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, for, like, Ed never really resonated with me as a character. Mm-hmm. I never, like, you know, and Ayn also, I felt like Ayn was talked up as a big, like, genius dog never yeah, used them yeah, like, that just disappointed me like almost dying to get him <laughs> well i've heard Nothing. it was down. man's best was friend that's yeah why. man's best friend yeah well, well going on to this one like going on to what's the point right it makes you wonder i don't remember if it was 24 or 23 no 24 23. Not? i remember the first episode <laughs> Or the next, or the following episode, where Spike was yeah. like, you know, some, sometimes they do say people go crazy when you don't eat, and you guys are starving, right? So are they a little bit insane? Is there sp- is there space sickness going on in there? I don't know, mm. Maybe is there a mix? It's possible. Things? Definitely possible. Yeah. At the end, well, at the end, by the end of the show, I was like, I, I think these all all these folks are just fucking hungry, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're all, they're they're all just they, hungry, man. Man, they, they should eat a little McDonald's. Moral of the story: <laughs> There's plenty of food out there for everybody. Get your red, Feed your eat homies. Feed your <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, uh, yeah, that was twenty-three or goddamn twenty-four. I know twenty-four. <laughs> Um, <laughs> 25 and 26, the real folk blues. It's like one big episode, really split into two. They could have done one big episode, but I'm sure, like, you know, back in the day, they probably didn't have that type of um luxury. Like, they had to stick to certain time slots and yeah, and certain you, like you got, weeks. You whatever. Guys were dying, bro. We're dying, working every day of their lives. Just strong. Yeah, like anime, you had to beg to get on 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 air. And, Not uh, only that, but before they actually hand draw the he's page lit, by cut. page, bro. He's lit. You know, now now we have it anima- animated, but these guys, that's why I really respect these anime artists and manga artists, dude. They, they, they yeah. literally die from overworking because they're doing everything hand by hand, page by page, millimeter by millimeter of change of drawing the exact same thing. I mean, this is this is insane. Like, if they're doing, oh, you, like, you know, at this time that they're doing this, I mean, it's insane. yeah, it was all hand drawn. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, damn, like DB, like all of these shows, DBZ, Cowboy Bebop, all these animes. Damn, yeah. I mean, now they a lot of them. It's still like hard, you know. It's very taxing, oh, but now they have yeah. like digital um, tools that they can use, right? So it I, isn't I, as strenuous, but it's still extremely like. 
both good. It's still a technical school. It's still a very technical school. Yeah. yeah. If, if I may add one last thing about 24 is that I did like that there is a continuation onto 24 and 25. There was consequences. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I like it. So, it yeah, finally. Finally, there's yeah, a consequence broke. from the episode before. But, yeah. But, but but that's because it's finally coming to an end, you know, like this is yeah. the, the final journey. So it makes it makes sense that it's so relevant. I feel like if it lasts it would have been crazy if like the next episode Ed is just there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which could but, have been which they could have done. They could have done, yeah, they could have done. I mean they did yeah. it with Faye. Yeah. You didn't have to be here, honestly. That's true. Yeah, second floor I can drop you some but, heels. But yeah. Well, you mean, you did, I, oh. guess, I guess in 24, she came in as, like, the friend who's checking the girlfriend, like, hmm. <laughs> Type of deal. Because I feel like she does like Spike. She makes it a little bit more obvious in these two episodes. Um, Like, the last two episodes. Yeah. That she uh, likes him, like, like in love. what way? Like, just like as a brother? More than a brother, I, don't, I think. I don't know. Really? Right? I, still, I, I think y'all keep pushing this agenda. Bit. I do not I see think... that at all. Yeah, I feel like she just wants to antagonize Julia, but I don't know. Like, maybe really? as a brother, maybe as a brother. Well, maybe she wouldn't have told him if she would have been antagonizing Julia. But she's a good person. At this point, she's also a good. She's trying to change, right? I feel like she's becoming more selfless, not the old. Yeah, fit. she's old turning fit. a new leaf. That's for sure. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so, that. so like, you don't think that so? If this scenario would have happened four episodes ago, you think that Faye wouldn't have told Spike? Correct. Really? Oh, man. Yeah, because yeah, after she goes to her hometown, to her old home, and realizes she has nothing left from her last life, you know, that, that's a little wake-up call for her. Because all, all throughout the series, you know, she feels like there's nothing the there for her. That, that, like, there's there's nothing there for her. There's no one there for her. Mm-hmm. You know, she's all on her own. You know, and then when she finally confirms that, you know, when she finds what she was looking for, you know, in 24, then, you know, that's when she has that realization that, you know, these guys are, you know, more than just my coworkers, my bounty hunter, you know. Um, that's what I think, at least. Yeah, because, yeah. like, if you juxtapose this Faye with the Faye at the beginning of the show, just completely different person, right? Like, a Faye at the beginning, you couldn't tell her what to do. Like, I mean, even maybe now, but that was had, like, that was the facade thing. It's not something she really but wanted she, to do. She, so, she was so resilient. Like, any, there wasn't a situation she couldn't wiggle out of. Like, no, you know, no, like, um, like no obstacles seemed too big for her in a way. Uh, she always had a trick up her sleeve, but, like, those tricks have ran out, and now she's, she's, you know, uh, I guess maybe for lack of a better word, like, naked in the sense that she she just doesn't have anything anymore she's yeah she's a lot more vulnerable that's for sure and uh because she always uh, puts up this you know persona that she's a tough bitch yeah you know and she's i mean and you know uh i i appreciate like her character developing in this way because um it is so different where like the other ones probably stay the same like jet He's still clinging on to a sense of like uh, integrity, morality. Spike mm-hmm. is still seeking like I don't even know what Spike is seeking. I think closure for his for his uh like you know his life. I think he's still 
one of the things with Spike is that he kind of doesn't know whether he's in a dream or he's in real life. Uh, part of it has to do with the fact that um, he wasn't sure if he died uh, in that like uh, syndicate battle uh, when he left the syndicate because he was claimed dead. And so it was a chance for him to start a new life. But in doing that, he also yeah. didn't know if he was actually alive or he was just dreaming. Um, and so I appreciate like the way Faye, she's been the most, she's grown the most, I feel from all the characters, like the main characters, uh, where the other ones, they are more kind of like stuck in their ways. Um, so, you know, that's kind of where it ends right there. But like heading into 25 and 26, the real folk blues, which is a perfect, perfect name for the final two episodes, because it's the name of the song that the show always ends on, right? Like that song where you see like the credits roll and the rose, the roses, um, and like the rain, the backdrop, uh, with rain. That song is, you know, the real folk blues. And so it's just very fitting. They do, they do like a really good job of this, of kind of like, um, adding symbolic tidbits. Uh, so it's like end of the, end of the series. And this is like the last song we always use when we roll the credits. Uh, so this, that's the name of the last two episodes. Um, would you, would you, Paul, what did you think of the episode 25? Good lead ways to the finale. Like I said, like, um, she starts to figure her, figure out Julia or figure out Spike a little bit. Same time, doesn't understand him. Even more. That was kind of cool. Um, I don't know how to put it. Spike does have a tendency to put his friends in danger. I do wish like they did. So basically to just kind of uh, explain the context of the last two shows, Savage, uh, why do I say Savage? Vicious, he is, uh, he basically wants to do a coup on the uh, syndicate leaders, right? And um, uh that's kind of been his whole plan, like since the beginning of the show. It's never really explained super thoroughly, but he's been targeting leaders of the syndicate because he believes like they just don't do things the way they should. Um, and so it seems like it backfires on him when he tries to, you know, do a coup on uh, the leaders of the syndicate. Um, he ends up getting captured, and the syndicate now knows that Spike is alive. Uh, so they're seeking to kill Spike. They're also seeking to kill Julia. Uh, basically, that's where we're at now, right? Like, Vicious is captured after his failed coup attempt. Uh, Julia is still alive, so the syndicate's out to kill them and out to out to kill her and out to kill Spike because they know he's alive. They thought he was dead. They now know he, that he's alive. Um, and so that's where, like, the the chaos comes from as far as like, why are people targeting Spike? Why are they targeting Julia? Um, it's like, they know these two are like, you, you get in, you don't get out, right? Like you're in the syndicate, you don't get out. Um, and so 
that's basically where we're at, right? Like that's what drives the entire, like the entire episode, um, as far as like the overarching storyline. But um, yeah, from there, uh, you know, we have Julie. Like we we have certain shots that you don't know if they're like in the they take they take place in the past or in the present. But basically, we see Julia now knows that Spike is being targeted. Um, Julia is now willing to find Spike and run away with him. Um, and, uh, you know, she knows Spike is alive. The thing that, that, that was kind of random to me was when Faye, she's standing in the middle of, I don't know where, but, and she sees like a car chase happening, a crazy one. And it's Julia and her red car and like the syndicate members chasing her down. And, uh, Faye takes out her gun. She guns down one of the, well, she shoots the tire off one of the, uh, or off the car that's pursuing Julia. And Julia pulls up. They don't say anything to each other. And Faye just gets in the car. And then they drive off. And to me, it was like, dude, you don't even know who this person is. Like any actual regular person would have just let the chase continue. I don't think they would have intervened because um, you don't know what's going on there. Uh, so to me, that was a little random. But uh, yeah, it kind of starts from there. I don't know. Like, Adia, do you have anything? Or BJ looks like you're pointing at me. Uh... Go ahead, BJ. You're on mute. You're, you're muted, muted, on bro. mute. You gotta unmute yourself. You were on mute. There, bro. there we go. There we go. <laughs> um, I just checked that scene. The reason why um, Faye was shooting back is because they shot her, you know, her vehicle or whatever. Oh. So that, that's why she was shooting back. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, then yeah, that yeah. makes more sense. Okay. I was like, why are you trying to... S- you don't even know right. the person. So, okay, that makes more sense. Well, then... Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah, what do you think? Like, episode 25, strictly. Or, yeah. Uh, 25. Mm. I... I am having a hard time... I think like connecting with Spike. So I think that his story is not that interesting. So, but I did like the moments that he had with Jet. And maybe that's just because I'm biased towards Jet. And I would argue that Jet has grown um, in, in maybe different ways that are just subtle. But like when I think about like his speeches with Spike, like it definitely feels like a father figure and almost allowing his son to have to experience life on his own and mm. he's kind of the one like I've 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 gone after that girl. You know, and yeah, I found yeah. and I found out what's at the end of that road and you need to now figure that out. And there's almost like a relinquishing of power there. So I, I like that dynamic. I, I kinda wish I would have saw more of that dynamic throughout the show, to be honest with you. Like that dynamic to me was really dope in this episode. You mean like, like them a just, parental type of di- dynamic? Just like them sharing just anecdotes, like there was just kind of like callbacks to different stories, you know, like I think is this the episode where Jet tells him the story about um he tells him a story um and he's like, I hate that story or like I hate shit like that. And then I think that's in the, the last episode, that's the last 26. episode. Oh, OK, but they do have a, a, a scene where they're like just looking out. um in, They're just kind of just driving and they're having this kind of talk um, and oh, it's about his leg in his like rotting. Mm. I don't know if y'all remember that. Um, yeah. And 
I I I found that that scene endearing just because it's it's just them two connecting and I, I if I'm not mistaken they're the first two people on the ship like when we start the show. Mhm. So yeah. and they're back again to just being them too. And uh, no, it's this episode where he's like I hate this story. Um he's like men only think about the past right before their death. And, oh, you're uh, you're not talking about like the one with the dog, like the 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 cat, the tiger cat. That's the one that's the one that uh I think Spike tells Spike shares. But Jet shares the story. Um But you know, so I, I like that. I like that component of this episode. And I thought I did, I think, going back to what Paul said earlier, like, they didn't have to have Faye in this episode, but they chose to, <laughs> to, to do so, which was an interesting, which is an interesting decision to make. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, it was kind of hard to really sympathize with Spike, to be honest with you. I, I thought there wasn't enough there for me to feel for what he's talking about with Julia. And yeah. It's been such a, and then there's this other piece too that like vicious seems like a really vicious dude, and I think the way he got out was pretty tight. Out of the way he was like kind of like about to get captured, yeah. he gets out. So I like that scene too. Uh, but it's been such a long time since I last seen vicious that there's not really like an attachment there for me. Um, so I don't know. That's just kind of where I'm at in this episode. That doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that, that that doesn't necessarily mean that that's how I feel about the next episode, but. In this that, episode, that is, that's kind of what it feels. That is one thing I wish, like, they would have done more in the series is played on, like, just give Vicious more screen time. Give that story more screen time, like that whole syndicate story. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, we should be seeing them figuring out Spike is alive. Like, I don't know. I, I felt like these two episodes tied really well. Even the third one, I guess you could say, but from the just storyline perspective, the last two episodes they were tied really well and they could like they show that they could do a good job like when they do that type of format because yeah we've said it before like no episode in the series really feels like like no one learns anything from the past episode right it's like we we fail every bounty like every bounty pursuit um Mm -hmm. (laughs) like uh, no one grows from the last episode, right? It's uh, almost as if it didn't even happen. And yeah. so I, I liked, I wish they would have played on that more, but I don't know. BJ, were you going to say anything, dude? I'm sorry. Oh, no. Oh, okay, uh, I do. I do agree with you, though. Like, it would have been nice if they um, did a little more story development for, like, the syndicate, you know, and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. That's a, like, that, like, I feel they, like, that's a great story. Yeah, they could have, instead of episode 24 being about, um, what's her yeah. name? Mm-hmm. You know, Faye. no, no, Faye, not Julia. Faye, Faye, Faye oh, and, Faye and, Faye and yeah. Ed, 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 Ed. Yeah, like it, those stories were wrapped up pretty ambiguously, and um, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I feel like if they would have spent the time to just invest more in the backstory, I feel like that would have made the ending, you know, a little more. Um, I, I think it would, probably would have been a better ending, like more impactful. Impactful. Um, that's the word I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, not, not, needless. Well, 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 for me, it was impactful. <laughs> yeah, for you, I, we know. For, for we me, know. We're used to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but twenty-five is the precursor to twenty-six. I would have hated if twenty-six, or at least for me, this is how I view it. If twenty-six felt worse than twenty-five, and I definitely feel as if 
episode 26 is better than 25. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, they just have so like so many things that they, I feel they could have, they could have used, but, uh, yeah, what we get is, you know, Julia and Faye interacting. And if you want to look at it from like this angle, I'm not saying that this is the correct angle, but you got Julia and you got Faye, the two most prominent women in Spike's life. Yeah. Um, and they're face to face now. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and the more like, I guess if you squint your eyes and say both of them actually love Spike, one of them actually has Spike's heart. The other one doesn't. Right. And like, um, one of them always will. And the other one will, will never like not in that way. And so, uh, you know, there's that sense of like, damn, this is the, the, uh, you know, the girl Spike loves, this is the one he's willing to die for. Um, and she's relegated to just kind of, uh, try and help her because in doing so she's helping spike um and that's one way to to look at it the other is they were gonna like you know they got to kind of help each other for the time being because they're being pursued uh but that's what we get we get like Faye, we get julia it's it's Um, also it could also be like the past and the present though like it doesn't always have to be romantically like i think about like the past being julia and then the present being Faye. Like the relationship that he has with women, um, because I didn't feel any animosity. It would have been interesting if they would have put some animosity. If anything, I just feel like they just threw it on Faye because Faye is the one that we've had more interactions with. She is the one that was just like you can tell it was perplexing for her to meet this person that she's heard about. Not in the mm-hmm. sense, like I didn't particularly not in the get sense any, of like, jealousy jealousy like, or anything like that or like oh snap like you're actually real yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. this wasn't making this shit up that's the way i yeah. took it yeah yeah well that's an oh, interesting point because yeah, like well real quick i'm gonna go along with uh piggyback i feel like she's more questioning like why does she love you and not me dang i didn't get that at all in that interaction. Well, not not in that interaction. They did not just alone. But if you on to the next episode where she truly shows emotions for him and he shows that he is not in love with her. He's like, I see you and I appreciate you type of doing thing. But just if, just to say with the next episode too, because I think it'll be a good transition. Because that one time, <laughs> that one scene where Spike is with Faye right before he goes off to his own. Well, that's the end, bro. We gotta him. save that one for the end. Hold 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 off on that. Dude, well, I'm just saying. Well, I, mean, I know I mean, what you're getting at, yeah. But, but but in this episode, I mean, there's not really much left, to be honest. I mean, we already talked about Ed and I. Right, and, right, right. Uh, not I mean, much left, but Faye does go to Spike and tells tells Spike that Julia is alive. And that's all you need to tell Spike for him to get activated, bro. Because well, you could tell him anything else, like, hey, you're about to die. He doesn't you, care. Well, that's, you that's tell him, like, hey, Julia is alive. That is true. That is true. Though. It's his it's on button. It's the saying, if you truly love something, you let it go. Meaning, even though you're, when you know you love something, but it's not for you, you let it go. Because you love it. You don't keep it in uh, prison. That's... She's not the selfish woman anymore, right? She's not holding him back now. She's helping him. She has this Oh, you mean Faye. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I also think Faye is, she's lost so much in her life that she's, 
Yeah, I know. She's, and she lost again. Like, and that's why in the, the following episode, she's just like, damn, dude, I yeah, lost something again. She's distraught. <laughs> yeah, so she's she literally distraught. says it. I already lost it all. I don't have anything else. I have you, essentially, is what she's saying. Mm-mm. I have well, you guys. She says, she doesn't say you guys directly, but she goes only to talk to Spike. She's not like this with no one else. But she's not going like to talk jet. to Jet. I mean, it's only Jet <laughs> and him on the fucking well, spaceship. That, that's, my, <laughs> that's my point. But because she loves him and she also has her weird ego still, she doesn't but, but say it directly. The, but she's like, hey, Julia's there. But like, then, so, then in this one, she's like, don't fucking go. Like, she, put, she even got the gun out. Bro, like, hold on. I wanted to, like, <laughs> the, 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 the thing about that, though, Paul, before, before is like, Jet is not the one in in pursuit of something in the moment. So it would make sense for Faye to talk to Spike because that's who's he's the one that's gonna go and do it. Like you why would if you I, think I, if I, Jet I, I, was I, going I, to look for his I, old his old girlfriend, she Faye would have like she has not bothered she did. Yeah, <laughs> I think <laughs> Faye would have told him. Why would Faye why would Faye not I don't think she would have she might have told him. I I do think she cares for him, but I don't think she would have been as distraught. Um, I don't think she cares on that much. I'm like, all right. No, she does. <laughs> what are you talking about? She's like, all right, I'll handle it. You know, hopefully come back and make some onions. And I mean, stuff. they're literally yeah, in this man's <laughs> ship. That would be fucked up. She's like, go, yeah. go uh, handle that. I'm going to go and take a hot bath. I think that's what she did the last time he was going to be his girlfriend. His ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think, I think we want to see a, I think we want to see a romantic, like a romantic like thread between Spike and and Faye, and I and I just don't think that there is one. I don't think I there is one either. I think she wants to have one. I don't yeah, think no, she I, does either. I I think so, but yeah, I can't really divulge because the plan. No, I do think like it isn't. We don't know yet. It isn't don't obvious, know. right? And and honestly, like it could go either way. Like we'll never know. And I think they've even asked the writer this. Like, hey, real talk. Like, does Faye love Spike? And he's like, that's he's like that's for the viewer to determine. Um, but they just have like those little tidbits uh, throughout the the show. That where if you think like, oh, for sure, like Spike, Spike likes, likes Faye or Faye likes Spike. When you see little things like, what is it when Spike is being, I think he was like arrested or something. And I don't know, something happened and they're walking out at the end of the, it's at the end of an episode. I don't remember what episode and Spike goes there and he's like, would you come get me in a flirtatious way? He says like, she says something like, oh, you're an idiot. Some, they would have killed you. They would have captured you. And he's like, would you have come and gotten me if they did? And then she kind of blushes. That could have been like an innocuous thing. It didn't matter. Right. But like those little uh, flirtatious moments, they are there. Mm-hmm. where like that. That's not there with Jet. You know, that's, um, wild. that's wild that that's considered flirting. Well, I mean, I didn't do a good job explaining it, but if you have to cancel for less. If they're shooting there, at me and almost killing me, would you come and give me? Like, that's what no, are you but, talking about? How no, is that flirting? No, 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 no but I, I didn't yeah, do a good job no, explaining you, it. You would have to watch it. It's yeah. the tone. Uh, it and the see tone. it in... It's yeah, the tone. The tone. Kind of, I'm not gonna. Funny. I'm not gonna reenact it, dude. I'm gonna make a fool of myself if I try to use like the exact tone. Yeah. But anyways. But there, no, is another, like, there is another there possibility, is, though, that that is also considered not flirting. Yeah, it could be. And, and, but, why and the people that, the, but why would they show the blushing then at that point? 
I don't think she has. She got cold at that moment. I mean, you well, can be I, embarrassed. I mean, dude, you drunk. can be embarrassed. <laughs> you could easily be embarrassed. But what I was trying to but say you'd be is, embarrassed, like, you'd be embarrassed because someone was flirting. And no, you'd be embarrassed because you don't know what the answer to that would be. Well, then why would you be embarrassed, though, nonetheless? If you don't know the answer, I wouldn't be but embarrassed. But the, the, the blushing came from the way he got in her face when she... The, the point I was trying to get was not like that... <laughs> Not like the specifics of that scene so we could break it down. Just like they sprinkle that type of stuff in. Um, seldom, not like all the time. But so that if pretty early on you can say like, oh, okay, I can see some type of chemistry between Faye and Spike. Whenever you see a scene like that, you'll be like, I knew it. I knew it. They like each other. <laughs> but early on, you'll also deter like there's a group of people that will say like, yeah, there's nothing there. Like, And those scenes will just kind of they're just there. They're like innocuous. They they don't mean anything in the in the sense of like a romantic relationship. I feel like um, they drop those tidbits just you know so the viewers can interpret it. You know. Yeah, exactly. Because um, they're not dropping it with, with with with. <laughs> if Jet like, was the one that did that, no, like, Jet doesn't have that swag. Um, no, you keep hating on my guy, man. Like, you tried, tried, tried with that younger girl. Oh my guy, they tried with that younger girl. It didn't no, work. No, but but going back to the crew, I mean, they you don't see this interaction between. They doesn't act like that with just anyone. He only acts like that with the spy. Well, dude, look, she's only interacting with like three people: <laughs> a kid, an old man, and Spike. No, I, this wasn't meant to be like a, like a like a like a spike. No, and she was like, like that with that like with that, uh, woman that was that that woman that was uh, posing as a man. She was like that. So what are we what talking about? Even with the 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 cowboy guy though, who was the mirror? I guess you could say the parallel <laughs> to Spike. Episode, dude. <laughs> that fucking episode. <laughs> the, the parallel to Spike. She did she did like go on a date with him, and who knows what happened, right? Um. And she reminded him a lot of Spike. Regardless, like, uh, episode 26, all right, all right, episode 26, we find ourselves um, with Spike and Julia. And... Uh, on the run. They're, yeah, they're on the run. This is like a Bonnie and Clyde type of thing. And I, I mean, not in the sense of, like, you know, they haven't done a heist or anything together, but they're on the run together. And uh, two lovebirds, right? Uh, well, actually, at this point, I don't even know if Julia still loves Spike. I think she does, but like in a, in a in like such a different way. Like she's so able to like detach love herself, him, but not in love with him. That's what I get. Like she's able to detach him herself from him in a way that he can't from her. Uh, and uh, but anyways, they're on the run. They're being chased down by the syndicate. Syndicate's trying to kill them. Uh, Vicious was trying to kill Spike the entire time, uh, and, um, Vicious basically, you know, he had told Julia, like, either you kill him, if you don't kill him, I kill you both. Um, so, both of them got green lights on their foreheads, as, as far as, like, Vicious is concerned. So, that's what we get, right? And, it's focused on Julia and Spike, uh... And this is the first time we see them really in real, like in present time together, which is kind of nice to see because it's like, all right, dude, this is the girl you've been going crazy for. Let's see it. Like, I expect you to, you have her now. I expect you to like 
protect her with your life. And then they're on the run. Two very competent people as far as like defending themselves. And then she dies, right? She gets shot in the back. And um, that's it. That's basically where Spike dies. The moment that happens. Like any any little bit of life that he had left. Because I said this like a, a little while back ago. The dude's dead on the inside. Like, he's just a walking corpse. Um, and that's part, like that's what allows him to be so stoic. Uh, is He just doesn't feel anything. And the little bit that he did died when she died right there. Uh, I don't know if, uh, you know, what, what do you guys think? Before I continue, like episode 26, I know we'll get to like the later half of the episode where, you know, you have the interactions between Spike, Jet, and then, Spike and uh, Faye, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if what you guys think of that. Is it just she dies? She dies. Yeah, it was pretty sudden. I do feel like, like yeah, there's like all this build up, you know, from Julia and then <laughs> yeah, and then not even at the end of the episode, halfway through the episode, yeah, halfway through, <laughs> or a third, you know, yeah. like she's gone. <laughs> she's out of there no bur- like no burial no nothing like uh she just she just gets left there i mean at least that's what i'm assuming so it did feel like ah oh, this is a big character in spike's life this is the character in spike's life this is like what drives him and i do wish it would have been a little more dramatic but i think what they were trying to do is they were trying to get Spike to interact with all the most prominent figures in his life. That includes Julia, that includes Faye, that includes Jet, that includes Vicious, and that includes that lady, I forget her name, that shot in the stomach. Mm -hmm. Um, Like the shopkeeper? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was kind of, they were fully focused on Spike and just, they knew they were going to wrap this up. They got 23 minutes to do it. We got to see how we can, like, get everyone in this motherfucker. <laughs> Wrap up all these stories. Yeah. <laughs> Let's even throw the shaman I'll in be... here. <laughs> Let's, Let's throw a nod in here for the first episode. Yeah. Um, and so, anyways, we get that. What happened then to the old get... men, damn it? I want to see the old Yeah, where's the three old, old men? men. <laughs> probably probably that's all we needed to see, dude. That's all we needed to see. <laughs> That probably the fact that they weren't in this episode probably means that they weren't as important as maybe we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> Not according to Paul, man. I feel like they should have been in here somehow if they were. I think they were used in like the filler episodes to kind of help add like a little levity to to situations. Um, but uh, we see like characters here; they're in desperate mode, like desperation mode. Because hmm. Faye is like Julia's dead now, right? Um, Vicious is just sitting on like what looks like a throne. Um, he knows what's gonna happen. Vicious knows what's gonna. He knows he has he he has a date with destiny. Um, so he's just waiting. And then uh, we see Jet go into the shaman, like the shaman's um, establishment. Let's say. Mm-hmm. And Jet is a very logical, I don't want to use the word logical, but he's just more like, 
he definitely doesn't strike me as a man who would go into it like a shaman. But he's seeking for answers at this point, and he's like, he's he's, he's he is, and he's like in desperation mode, right? Like he he wants answers, and the shaman tells him straight up, dude. He's like, I've seen the star, and the star has collapsed. Like, um, you know that like every human has a star, and when that star burns out or it it goes out, it means like that person's life has ended. Um, and he said, you know, his star has, has collapsed and jet in that like cognitive dissonance where his like reality is being shaken because everything is crumbling here, essentially figuratively, right? Like things are just coming undone. Um, and when things are coming undone, people are desperately trying to hold on to like trying to keep it up as much as best as they can. And, uh, and some people like they, they kind of uh they show that desperation differently like some it's actually going to the person they're trying to convince to tell them like hey please don't do this and they break down and they're crying and whatnot other people do it differently maybe they go to a shaman i don't know maybe they do something else uh but yeah jet's definitely in desperation mode. i don't know if that stood out to you guys because i felt like here we go we got jet a dude who's very serious he's kind of like uh straight edge guy um but he's out here going to a shaman and he's just he's looking for anything that could maybe give him some hope that this is just another like another moment that will pass and they'll be all right you know but clearly we can tell that's not the case Mm -hmm. don't know if that stood up then i will move on I, i didn't i didn't particularly take it take it as desperation as much as just worry, like I think, like he's just worried about Spike. Like even though he's told him, like yeah, go ahead and do it. Like he must, he must do it. Like that's the way he's kind of fronting it. I think he's, you know, he's worried about him, uh, and I think he does want some reassurance that it's going to be okay. And you know, he he doesn't necessarily get that, but it is interesting to see him kind of not necessarily be in denial, but. He is doing stuff like, I don't know if y'all caught this, but while Jed is kind of, I mean, while Spike is about to go out, he's like, he's like consistently cleaning the ship. Uh, it's almost like he's trying to like distract himself from what the fuck's about to happen. So it almost feels a little bit of denial, but yeah, I don't know if it's desperation. I think you just, you just want some clarity after like, are you doing the right thing? Like I took that as like, like as a parent, like. You're trying to t- you're trying to guide your children in the best way that you can, and sometimes you just want to have some reassurance that like what you just told your kid is the right thing, or that you're not going to just help them collapse. And like that's the way I took that, because yeah, because he told them like yeah, you got to go out there and get it, you know. And I don't know the the scene where he's like sleeping on the couch just reminded me of like a parent like waiting up for their child to come back after a night out or something that they haven't seen them. Yeah, he is like, yeah, I mean, he's got that fatherly figure, um, older brotherish type, type of role that he plays, like, especially at the end here. And, um, he's tried to do everything by the book. And the dude is like, he's got emotional and physical scars and, you know, it's like, here it is again. It's for me. I think he, Deep down, he knows shit's going to go down and it's going to hit the fan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and yeah, he's looking for reassurance. Um, I guess that's what I meant with like in the sense of desperation, not in the sense of like him trying to stop them, but because Spike, I mean, Jet, for all intents and purposes, like Faye is like 22 or 23. Um, and Jet's 36. So I think the way they process things emotionally is different. So Jet knows like, I can't, I can't stop you. Um, or Faye doesn't necessarily think like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Julia dies, Spike comes back to the ship, right? And what I will, what I like about Spike is the fact that the dude has, he's gone through a lot. All of them have, all of them have, you know, but he remain like, he keeps that, like, uh, he remains stoic and, He's just like, I got to keep going. I just, I have to keep going. And like, you know, uh, he's not uh, outwardly distraught, you know, like he's still too, like, looks composed, um, put together. And he has, whether we agree with it or not, like, he has a certain objective or like certain thing he wants to do. And that's what he's going to go do. Like he's gonna see it through, um, and so yeah, we get two scenes: one with Jet, one with Faye. The first one with Jet, it's that it's he's kind of uh, they're talking. I don't know, idea if you want to like elaborate on this one or what you thought about it, because I feel like this was this was right in your wheelhouse where again Jet and Spike are having an interaction, and it is kind of like that older younger brother thing or like father son thing um mm-hmm. and it is like heartwarming just to see them two kind of crack like a little joke and talk about the food right like i don't know what'd you think yeah i mean i think that's you know i like their i like their interactions i think the story was interesting that it was pretty much outlining what already had happened and you know about the cat separated and one dies of old age. I mean, I mean, the cat didn't get fucking shot down the way it really happened, but like, you know, I think he's, I think he's telling Jet in his own way, like what's happened and what's going to happen, and he's telling him himself. He gets that opportunity to to say that to him, which mm-hmm. is cool because Jet has never really, I think, experienced that in his past relationships where he's been actually been told like this is what's going to happen. Yeah, they know it's the end, like. He know he, well. Spike knows it's the end. I think Jet too. I think um, they all know it's the end. Yeah, I mean I that's think, why Faye tries to confront him. Yeah, and even when, when uh, clearly, like the story that Spike is saying is about like him. It's like an analogy for him and and Julia, um, and uh, yeah, like to BJ's point, I think. There's just this like. Why do you think they know what's going to happen? Oh, that's a good question. I'm sorry. What was the question? Why do you think he hates it? Because at the end of that story, because Jed is like, man, that's a good story. And then Jed, I mean, Spike's like, I hate that story. Because he's saying he's not afraid to die, but that's the story. 
And maybe deep down, he is afraid to die. Now I'm trying to... What'd you say, Paul? I think so. I think that's always been a thing. We talked about it before in that previous episode where he fought Le Perot. Mm-hmm. Perot, sorry. Right. Yeah, like crazy French guy. Yeah, that guy was about to murder him if he wasn't insane. Yeah, that's true. But straight fear. In yeah, his eyes. we did see like the fear in his eye. But man, the dude—he just—he's so his body language, his whole demeanor changed. He just—he didn't have that swag anymore. And he also know, changed. Huh? He changed that episode moving forward as well. And you maybe know, that he, is why he hates the story. I think. Like, that's why whenever he. I guess, I guess that is kind of like also that figurative wall that he couldn't over, overcome because he got his ass whooped. I was like, fuck. You see, like, that frustration as well. You don't really get to see those moments. Of, like, I know, huh? Like Come on, bro. How is Ed's dad going to do that? But then Vicious is out here, like, they're going toe to toe. But Ed's all dad that. just, like, whooping his ass. But uh, yeah, that just that just shows you how impressive that is. Though. I mean, they are geniuses. <laughs> you know, you they, they 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 are like some kind of autistic geniuses. Those guys. Yeah. When you do the cowboy bebop math, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I crunched the numbers. Yeah, and they don't <laughs> have the facts. The math ain't mathing. No, but um, no, that's a good question, dude. I I I, I didn't think of that. Like. Because initially, like, the first thought is, well, he hates it because the cats die at the end. And it's like, oh, that doesn't doesn't seem to jive with Spike's personality because everything we see about him is, like, he's not afraid to die, which is why he goes and confronts, like, the most dire situations. Um, I guess everything about him represents that. I mean, even the fact that he, you know... Bruce Lee was shown as well, the poster. I think the, the, he was the, shown in there. That was another but little line, but, but, Bruce, but the thing that he represents, Bruce Lee as type, right? Bruce Lee died young as well. So everything about him is about dying young. Literally, that's revolves yeah. around him. But that damn that. cat lived a thousand lives. Um, I mean, that he story. survived. He that's survived a lot of deaths. He did. Near death. He did. Yeah. And he was like, but even Spike, even Spike, someone like Spike, his day has come. His day has come. Um, but that's a good question. I don't have, like, a good answer for it, honestly, because I hadn't even thought of that. Um, <laughs> I mean, you don't even have the answer for it. I think the show loves that. You don't yeah. have all the answers. <laughs> yeah, I don't have all the answers. Uh, and then we get, like, the the Spike and Faye moment, right? Like, after that. like, And it's such a beautiful transition, too, because... He's walking out of his conversation with Jet, and you just see a gun come up to his head, and it's Faye, right? And um, she's trying to somewhat intimidate him into not going, uh, and it's just not working because, like, what you're never like even in episode one, like you're not going to intimidate Spike into. I was about to say, I mean, Faye hasn't phased Spike since day one. Yeah, so. exactly. It's not going to work. Um, and well, we could argue whether Jet looks desperate or not, or is desperate or, or isn't, Faye definitely looks desperate here. Um, mm-hmm. And she's trying to cling on to, like, the... the. I think Spike's pretty mm-hmm. desperate, too, actually, now that you bring that up. 
He's he's desperate to, you know, wrap things up, you know, find a resolution to Get answers. his past because, you know, he mentions, you know, in that conversation with Faye that, you know, one of his eyes are stuck seeing the past, oh. you know, so I could see how, you know, he's a little bit blinded between, I mean, that, that I feel like that's why he held on to Julia too, you know, because he's stuck in the past, you know, and um, it blurs his vision of the present. So, you know, even though she's gone, you know, and like what Faye is saying is making sense. Like she's dead. Why do you have to throw away your life? You know, it's because he wants to find resolution in all this. And that'll be with either one of them dying or both of them, which I think Uh. touches on the previous conversation he just had with Jet. Yeah, because he's basically talking about himself and Vicious in that story. Mm -hmm. And... No, it's true, because uh, I didn't, I viewed it as Spike has had accepted his fate, uh, like he had accepted the fact that he was, he was going to die, but this entire time, they don't do like a great job of explaining it, but like I said earlier, Spike doesn't know if he's in a dream or he's in the real world, like, you know, he, he, and the fact that he has one eye that's stuck in the past doesn't help, right? Like, mentally, you already think you may be in a dream, and then you have an eye that's constantly stuck in the past. Like, that does not help. And so, he is, in a way, he's like, he is desperate for answers, like resolution. And maybe the only resolution at this Wait, point hold is... Hold on, hold on, I gotta, I gotta, do, do, you, do you mean that literally or figuratively? The what? Being stuck in the past. Um... I mean, you, you guys, I just want to know. Oh, I'm, I'm, like, I'm pretty what sure do I think I'm about pretty, Spike or? No, but I'm pretty sure you mean figuratively. Not one. That's, it's just, a, it's just a symbol of the path. Wait, I'm his eye only. He has a bionic or, or, eye. No, he has a yeah. bionic eye. Yeah, it's a, it's a symbol to him of the past. Like, yeah, far. it's a symbol. That's true. But, it's not, but you're saying like it's not literally like it's not literally that one eye. Yeah, <laughs> like when he watches the fucking like table, he's like, man, that table's that. from no, 1973. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. No, he's not, he's yeah. not replaying those memories. No. No. Well, I interpreted that wrong because I thought he, that eye was constantly no, I wanted, showing I, I wanted, him the past. I wanted it, no, no, no. But yes, but no. It does constantly show him the past. It's a reminder. It's, it's just a constant past. reminder that that mm-hmm. that the past existed. It's like it's like people, you know, like no. J. Cole, like J. Cole says, like, oh, why don't you just fix your teeth? It's a reminder of where it comes from, blah, 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 that kind of symbology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, it's a symbol of what, what's happened to if, him. If anything, he's, uh, he's a better fighter with that eye in the present, but that's a different, that's a different talk. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally going on the floor, you know, he's seeing the movement. You know, I'm I'm curious about like because we're saying that he wants closure, but he frames it as he wants to feel alive. Mm -hmm. So he wants to know whether he's alive or he's Mm. not. Right? He says like I'm not going there to die. When Faye's like you're just going there to die, and she's like, go ahead, Paul. Well, people that are depressed, they do those kind of things, right? Is he depressed though? Yeah, I don't think he's depressed, dude. I think. I do. I think he's just he denies himself. Dead. Like I think he has zero motivation. Like I that, think that's the feeling that, of being depression. That's the definition. That. That's depression, bro. That's the definition of depression. You're alive, but you feel like you're dead. You know, you want to do simple things, but then he has them, but he's like, eh, I don't, I don't deserve them. 
Mm. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's that's the part of being stuck in the past. Because you know, mm. he, he did his friend dirty. So this and story, you, so you're saying that this story is a is a story of depression. Is about depression. For him, yes. Well, I love. Yeah, all of them do except Red. Mm. Ed's just a, <laughs> Ed, Ed is just. A, I stick to my gun. Yeah, now. Ed I, is so happy. He's got to be autistic. <laughs> no, but even his dad. No, but just how they're like. They're so oblivious to like not not the oblivious. Suffering. They're not oblivious. They're completely aware of what's going on. They're not idiots, man. They're just they're, they're not, just functioning out of a different realm, though. They like, are that's functioning. Usually, like, folks that are autism like autistic, like they're they're, spectrum, they're in a they're different, in a different realm. realm. They can see but shit that we can't. But they're still aware. But they're still so yeah. They're still aware. They're super. And they know. They're, yeah. Yeah. And he knew. Ed, I mean, sorry. She knew that that was his dad, and Ed that knew that was his kid. He's like Francois. That man. But even just real quick on the on that subject, Ed also too, right? He doesn't call him father. He's like, this is my father person or dad person. Mm-hmm. The way he categorizes people, and he's like, you know, my father person. <laughs> a lot of times, people that's on the so spectrum funny. don't mind being alone, and that's what's like, yeah, cool. You want to come with me? That's cool. That's what's up. All right, come through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, Ed, but, but yeah, Ed, he definitely she doesn't represent depression. I, I think it's more uh, more than depression. I think it's more about, I don't deny the elements of depression uh, in this in the show. I just think like it's more about letting go of the past um, because if you don't, it will destroy you. Like, I think that's the overarching theme. Um, Especially and, the depression. Huh? Especially if it's depressing. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say even if it's glorious. Hell no. It's glorious. Yeah, bro. Yeah, no, you don't want to be that guy that's fucking like... Oh, guy that's well, that guy that's that jacket old. from high school. Yeah. <laughs> Showing up to the high school game like, hey, still, man, you yeah. see that banner up there? That was me, dog. That was me. <laughs> yeah. That was me yesterday <laughs> at <laughs> fucking dinner. <laughs> embarrassed. I had to catch Back myself. Back in 1996. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> man, see that thing? That was me, man. Yeah, that, that was my me. boys, man. Like, you know, so, you know, no, like I was just talking about this guy. There's a guy that works at my job. And this is just a quick side story. But, like, he... He's always outside my job, and sometimes I wear my Salvador jersey, right? And and it's the Mágico Gonzalez jersey. Oh, so then very, the other day, very, very prominent player. Yeah, very prominent player in Salvador, right? Uh, from from in the eighties. And then so then he comes up to me. He's usually like you know drinking with his boys and blah blah blah. And he comes up to me. He's like, hey, you know who you know who's you know who's that on the back of your jersey? I was like, yeah, El Mágico. Yeah, El Mágico. And then he's like, yeah, you know, like, did you ever see him play? I was like, no, nah, I never saw him play. Man. He was really good. You know, I played with him. Damn. <laughs> like, okay. hey, and then he started talking. He's like, okay, he started calling him by first name basis. He's like, mm, yeah, Jorge, okay. Jorge. Jorge, Jorge, Jorge. Like, he was a beast, man. You know, you should look me up. I, I, my name, they used to call me Chele, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dog, that was. Yeah, you don't see what's going on here. You bro. don't, like, like dog, like, that, you're, that's in the past, bro. Like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, you're not here. You're not there anymore. You know what I'm saying? And, like, there are a lot of folks that do live in that realm so yeah i think even if it's glorious you still could get eaten up by that past all uh, that to say that true Most yeah true. and uh so that's what i think like the overarching theme is here like you know obviously their pasts are all brutal like there is uh you know that that's that's the, the commonality here um but yeah that's what i think i think 
it's them dealing with the past. I think one one of them simply cannot let go of it. Like the other two come to grips with it and the other one is reluctant to let go of it. And uh that's his undoing. Um but anyways, Paul, what you I know like you want to talk about this scene, like lay it on me, bro. What what is this is this is what I thought too. This is where this is where Faye like this is where Faye admits implicitly her love for Spike. Alright. This is where she bears her heart out to keep him. Uh she the only thing she didn't do was say like I love you, stay. Alright. Uh pretty much. I feel like she did body was action was everything. I mean, <laughs> man, she, okay, she doesn't, you don't she doesn't say that, yeah. I don't she say that. Oh, man, y'all Andrew Tate, she acted like Andrew Tate University. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't think, like, necessarily Tate, that. How is Andrew Tate even related? Because you're looking into something, like, just because she's a woman and asking, like, and just telling him. No, she doesn't. Frustratedly, like, like I don't know, you're telling I don't know, me this stuff now. I like, I don't like. She doesn't talk to Jet this way. Never. No, there's only two people else on the ship, dog. Okay, so that means that she has to beg Spike to come back. No, dude, because Jet is not the one that's gonna go out there to fight. Well, because she doesn't want to. <laughs> what are you talking about? The context it. of this is different. Well, like, yeah, Jet has why, gone to fight multiple think... times, and she does Wait. not care. She has gone shopping. She has taken a bath. She has told Jet, I don't like you. <laughs> and Jet told BJ, her, I don't like I don't you. What were you going to say, BJ? <laughs> yeah, BJ, because you were going to get in on this, too. Oh, and right no. Here. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think Faye necessarily, like, loves Spike, but, you know, she cares about him, obviously. Thank you know? Definition yeah. of platonic think, love. Platonic love. Knowing yeah, that I mean, I don't, someone, I don't think she's, like, romantically, you know, like, loving no. him, but she does love him, you know, and you know, as in, like, she does care about him as well being yeah, and I stuff think, like that. It's very and close that, to being, I, and she it's definitely like, to being romantic. Definitely close to being romantic. <laughs> Let him finish, dude. <laughs> Let him go, man. Go. Go. Go ahead, I didn't, go, I didn't even get to finish my speech in the beginning. Oh, okay. yeah. You, you go after, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, obviously, yeah, like, there was... I guess, yeah, you could see, like, that it's a little more romantical towards the end versus all their interactions, you know, in the first half of the series, you know. But I think, yeah, after she got that wake-up call that, like, she really, like, she, she always did think she didn't have anybody. But when it got confirmed for her, you know, then that's when she started, like, looking for a family, you know. And I, I could definitely see, you know, those only three people on the ship. You know, she considers that her family because that's all she's been with for, what, the last however long they've been together? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't see the romantic part of that, you know, um, interest personally. Um, but I, I definitely do think she cares a lot, you know, about specifically Spike, you know, she, I, I do agree. She doesn't communicate that to like Ed or, you know, Jeff, but that's because she has a different dynamic. Um, and that could be because of their age, you know, because Ed's a child, Jet's 10, 15 years older than her. So they're just in different stages, you know, so the person she can most relate to presumably is the person closest in age to her, in my opinion. Yeah. Like we could, this can go one of two ways. 
And it's well, either... Paul was going to say something, though. You're right. You're right. Paul, go on. <laughs> make your case, bro. I'm going to make mine in a bit. BJ did a good job explaining his. I just got cut off three times. You know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. After everyone else, yeah, it's fine. After everyone else made their case in a single thing. Okay. <laughs> well, what are you going to say? <laughs> Dude, what? Just go. I'll just finish at the end at this point. This is just just, just go, man. Just go. No one's going to interrupt you now. Just go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's, there's nothing else to say. Just go. Just go. Well, let me let me let me make yeah. mine. Like, yeah, just make your case. Uh, because you're framing it as this is because you're like all she needed to damn near say was I love you, and like so yeah, you're, you're kind of framing like, it that like this is the so, love of their life, <laughs> not the love of not the love. So I think um, so taking a step back, like yes, she wouldn't express. She wouldn't express herself like this to anyone else except Spike. And I was going to say, me and Paul could be way off here, and she could view him as an older brother. Um, it's either one or two ways. Like, she views him as an older brother or someone she actually does, like, you know, care for more than just, like, a friend, let's say, right? Like, um, uh, and so it's, it's one or the other. And I guess just the the um the subtleties that were shown in the in the in the show leading up to this episode culminating in this final scene that's like that's it. Like she's the last woman he sees before he goes on to his last uh his last mission or whatever you want to call it. Um and the fact that it is so so passionate in a way is gonna be crazy. Here I go, I'm going out on the limb here. In a way, I think Spike is transmitting to her like <laughs> maybe in another lifetime. <laughs> this could have <laughs> It's not right, funny, like, okay. That, that's what I thought. No, because I'm like, dude, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't think like, okay, that could potentially be, if you think like, okay, these two are just friends, then it's like, well, what the fuck are you saying? But to me, like, because I, I think it's more like she likes him. I don't think he likes her, right? So I, I think it's it's just one way. And um, one is, I don't think she'll ever really explicitly say that because she knows he would never love her like he loves Julia and she would look just like she would look like a fool if she said, you know, that she loved Spike and well, it's like, well, Spike be like, well, I'm sorry, I can't do anything for you. Like, uh, my heart already belongs to someone else. And so I do think it's like one way. And I think we see more times of like they caring for Spike than the other way around, even though I do think Spike cares for her. I think Spike does view her as a friend. Or like a little sister or something, right? Like, it's platonic. Um, and I just think uh, Faye is, she's trapped. Like, she wouldn't be able to tell him, like, you know, um, if she did like him, that she did. Uh, 
And just like the fact that it ends in this passionate plea for him to stay because uh, she knows he's like, he's heading off into his death, right? Like, to me, um, the interaction could have been, if they wanted to leave zero doubt, it could have been done the way Jet and Spike had their interaction in the sense that it was less emotional and um, there was more just like, it was still somber, but in the sense like there was still a little bit of levity, like they still had a nice interaction, but they knew what was going to happen. And both of them accepted like, okay, you know, we part ways here. Um, And so uh, that's, that's me. That's my vantage point, you know? Um, And again, because the writer says like, there is like, he leaves it up to the audience to interpret it. Right. So it's like, uh, you know, there is no outright face saying, oh, I don't like this guy or the other way around. So yeah, I guess I'll just wrap it up there because, you know, that's all I got. Okay. All right. Was it convincing? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Okay. What do you uh, think, Paul? It was very neutral. It was a neutral answer. But, um, no, I'd say that there is there's there's a romantic feeling when he even made it clearly when he goes into eye contact. He's letting her know with the future and the past statements like I do care about you, but my past is holding me back. Which is a lot of which is the case for a lot of couples and a lot of people. It's like, hey, you know, don't date too soon because you're gonna project the past into the future. Which is what she was doing. Which is why I think he treated her so harshly is because Faye reminded him of Julia so much. In that way he kept her at a distance. Because he didn't want to lose love twice. And but he need, didn't even have that closure. And once he got that closure, it was bittersweet because yeah, you got the closure, but you, you, now you know you lost the love of your life. He just lost the love of his life. Is he gonna tell the woman he also has a traumatic experience? Uh, you know, there is clearly a, deep, a difference on how he treats them. But then again, you can see mm-hmm. that curiosity as to why she is treated different, why Faye is treated differently from Julia when Faye's helping out and meeting Julia. And maybe that's why they're put together, right? Maybe they're black. That's why you have the blonde hair and the black hair. There's the difference of like opposites, the parallels. The parallels of women that he cares about. The women in his life. But then, then you also have that like, you know, mm-hmm. Faye's not only going to remind him of the woman he loves, but also it's like since he's stuck in the future and the past, he has the bitter reality of like, hey, I'm still separated from her. Even though I have this great woman here. Because he hasn't, doesn't have that closure. It's a cycle. It's a cycle of repetitive depression, of non-closure, because he lost a love, a deep love, a true love. Uh, yeah. One hundred percent. Why does he go intimately into that one on one face to face? But he lets her know, loves like, hey, Faye, like romantically, he passively when he's telling her that oh. I think there could have been something, but my past is holding me back. So I'm sorry. But, now but, that you mentioned that, before, 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 um, before we get lost, 
Yeah, like, and after and like again, touching on you know that, he just lost love the love of his love life, someone, quote unquote. Like, and you know, I'm gonna break it down. And you don't, and you know, you're not for them. Let them go. You let them go because you love them. You truly love them. You want to let them go. And he wants to let her go to pursue and find her truths, her path, her meaning. Because he's telling, he's, she's also telling him, hey, you're all I got. So is that truly love or is it only God? Figure that out. Do you love me or do you need me? Very passively. All this is not being said, but it's being done with action. And she's not, she's being dramatic. We've never seen dramatic over a man. If anything, we've seen the opposite. She's doing your traditional female ninja, whatever you want to call it, forget what to call it. You sexualize yourself to distract the man from the achievement, from the hustle. It's a femme fatale, but it's not femme fatale. Ninja, the ninja women would actually do that. They would use their beauty. Oh, the femme, uh, the femme something, yeah. And assassinate you. The femme fatale. Oh, okay. Um, but you, 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 she drops, she drops that 100% right here with him being mm-hmm. like, don't go. She's, that is pretty I desperate. Think there's She's a... up in the air, dude. Like, she wouldn't waste her time before. Not a second thought. And I feel like those little buildups are still coming through, but neither Spike or Faye have ever, ever been the type to be like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. And I don't think they ever will. Yeah. Like, unless it was both expressed mutually and openly. Unless it's something they both know, they're not going to go, go for it. Yeah, they don't. They don't wear. They don't wear their heart on their sleeves, but they do fight for their love. Yeah, they'll never bear their like chest out. I think. Uh, they, they, they... Yeah, I was gonna add to that, but BJ, you were gonna say something, dude. Oh yeah, no, I think um, <clears throat> Paul brought up some good points. Um, I, I do think like. Yeah, thinking back on that scene after things Paul mentioned, you know, that um, I guess I could see, you know, that scene being a little romantical a little bit. Um, I just think, yeah, at that point, Spike was just emotionally not available. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see how there might have been a little bit of romanticism, but, you know, Spike's shutting it down, obviously, because he has a different priority. Yeah. And uh, it, and if there was, like, let's just let's say there is, it's they definitely play on the forbidden love type of thing, where um, there is nothing, <clears throat> like I guess legally, uh, that's prohibiting them from being together, but they both know. Well, so for me, I don't even think, I, I don't think. Spike loves her like that. I think Faye likes him more, but I just think it's because of the way Faye, like the suffering that she's had, you know, she, she had a romantic partner in a past life and it turned out that she's always been just very emotionally unavailable. Like she shut off people. She doesn't care to build relationships. And so when she is vulnerable and she like starts to warm up to people, you know, like feelings develop, whether that's feelings of friendship or, uh, romance but um yeah i mean it's a powerful scene you know and i think about like uh like i have a friend that's a girl i couldn't imagine myself no, gesticulating sure. like they're not gesticulating like but like 
acting no, like but, that, but, you know, in front of I, her. No, like, I couldn't I, imagine. I agree. No, I agree. Like, I, 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 I would push the boundary on that of, like, what friendship actually is. Because I think, like, it doesn't, it can it can exist. Like, a deep love for a friend, it can exist. So, like, I would push back on that. Don't, like, don't rule out that you would never be able to be like, yeah, I'm going to really miss you. Like, you're leaving. And I'm going to miss you. You know what I'm saying? But also the one time that Jet shows up with him in a mission, like not mission, but episode together. But you don't know because I'm saying it here and it's not really happening. But like in the actual moment, if it's actually like my friend that I really care about, like I I, I can't particularly say like I'm going to say it in this way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I can like really replicate those emotions. And I and I would say that that's probably the way Spike would react if it would be if he was the one. Yeah, that. I think so too. I think it's mutual. Hey, hold on. Yeah. He he definitely represents the lone the lone wolf. No 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 no. It doesn't even matter if he wants it. The crew the henchmen were outside right there and they saw that he was a survivor. So therefore he is a leader. Hey, They're gonna go get him the best surgeons they got that are right um, next door. Like yeah. Hey, Adiel, I know where you land. Now the like, leader to of the you, this is definitely there is no romantic feelings there. Quite um, bro. <laughs> it's simply like. If anything, I would argue that it's Spike that has romantic feelings. If, if anything, really, yeah. If anything, that's what I would argue. Just because, because of what Paul was saying, like he's the one opening up to Faye. He's mm. the one feeling compelled to share, and so he's opening up in that moment. And then in the moment, even in the example that you showed before of like you know, quote unquote, flirting, he's the one that is initiating that. He's the one that wants to hear the response. It's mm. not her. So, but I think a lot of it gets put on her that like she's the one that's attracted to him. I think that's what we want it to be. But I think it's actually Spike. If any, if there even is a remote, yeah. it's like, probably me who wants it. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's you. Right. Like as a man, like you want to feel that. Like, and I think that Spike. I don't think that that actually is what's happening. But if we wanna, like, if I wanna like twitch my eye or like you know tweak it yeah. a little bit, squint really hard, I'd be like, yeah, it's, it's Spike. Maybe it's you can kind of, yeah, yeah, it's not Faye. Because well, Faye, because Faye has explored different relationships, Spike has not. Mm. Spike is the one that's not open. She's opened up actually. She's actually like been enthralled by other people. Like she's she's messed around with other people. Spike, on the other hand, hasn't even allowed himself to do that. Yeah, he shuts everything off. Like any, and that's why I think he's so. And that's why I think like it wouldn't be on his part because any sign of like. He would just shut her off. He would keep her at an arm's distance. He doesn't want anything to do with this. Nonetheless, like, you know, it, it could be just they care for each other as friends. You know, like, they really, it's platonic. And I guess we'll just, we'll never know the true answer. Well, they're family at this um, point. Yeah. But um, we get into the last act, dude. All right. After this moment. How long um, have we been recording, by the way? Sorry. Yeah. 
an hour and a half. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's start wrapping this thing up. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> wrap it well, up. We get into the last act, and um, I thought this was like, in terms of theatrics, like cinematics, I thought this was Cowboy Bebop at like, as the kids would say in today's age, like, in in its bag. Uh, right. <laughs> I thought this was like where they're feeling themselves. I don't know what the uh, that's what that was the decade. Yeah, that was the generation prior, right? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean that transition though from when Spike takes off and the music starts playing, uh, the real folk blues. I was like, that's it. Like you just know this is it. I mean, if you needed any more confirmation. Yeah, this is the final, this is it, this is the final act. And, um, I thought it was glorious, dude. Like, your boy was a fan. I was like, this is how I want, this is how I want my main character to go out. Alright? We talked about, uh, oh, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, you what? don't. You don't. And that's, that's fucking show, dude. Mm-hmm. Nah, he's dead, bro. <laughs> Might still be alive. No in this show. Nah, he's dead, bro. You're a mount, man. Yeah, does he want that responsibility? Mm-hmm. No, what that does, dude, what you just told me, Paul, is that, like, that elevates what the writers did here. They made him, he went out as the leader of the syndicate. He died, but he went out as the leader of the syndicate in his last, um, adds more to his, yeah, adds more to his, I remember, I don't know, dude, I don't know if they took this out. I swear, the first time I saw this when I was, like, 10 years old or, like, 12, uh, no, I didn't fall asleep. When he went bang, they all shot him down. Like, I thought they gunned him down. And I was like, oh, sh they took that off because because now, you know, maybe it was too, uh, yeah, the Mandela effect. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's like, I don't know. To me, it was a great scene. Uh, everything, like that last act, you know, it, it's John Wick before John Wick. Like, uh I mean, Keanu Reeves is a big anime guy, right? Um, so, yeah, so, um, <laughs> Man, <laughs> you my, probably read the script. My favorite scene in... Could have been. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, my favorite part of that, you know, that whole last act, you know, is when... You know, it's like that, um, you know, like the samurai showdown where it's like mm -hmm. someone's going down in the next move, you know, and they both yep. have each other's weapons, you know, Spike has yeah, a yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. vicious sword and vicious has Spike's vicious gun, you gun. know, and they're like, you know, let's just end this now, you know, and they slide each shit. other, each other's weapons, you know, almost as if, you know, 
you know, a nod to their past, you know, because they, they used to be partners, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I just I thought that uh that part was really interesting, you know. Oh, dude, it was it was great. Like that's how Spike had to go out in the sense of like he's gonna die because Vicious was the one who killed him. Mm -hmm. No bum ass dude. Um, and Vicious was gonna die because Spike killed him. Again, no bum ass dude was gonna kill Vicious. And no bum was going to kill Spike. Like, this was the only way it could end. Like, with the two, you know, heavy hitters going at it. And, um... I don't think he's alive, bro. I think if he was he alive, they would have done... He could be. I may be with, 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 with Paul on this one. He may be. All right, go ahead. What would you think about this last scene? Because, uh, like, to me, everything, like, the ingredients... Y'all are hyping this thing up to be the greatest thing, and I, I think I'm going to have to come in <laughs> with a little bit of reality. And like, tell us why you're wrong. This, this is not... This was not it for me, man. This was... I thought this was anticlimactic, to be honest with you. I, I thought the fighting was cool. I'll say that. The fighting was cool, but... For a show that has been going on for all of this, like I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, one can sit with the with the inconclusiveness of it, and you know, there's no real like closure, which is fine, but yeah, and there's no closure, so <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it's just it's just too like it's just too loose, too loosey goosey for me, man. Like it looks cool. I'm not gonna Did say. Did you feel like cool. it was rushed? Like the ending, uh, or I, I, I think it was aspects of it was rushed. I think aspects of it were rushed, just because we didn't particularly have too much of a background on, on vicious. And I think my biggest knock is we don't have much on Spike, for it to feel really impactful. Like to me, like I, there's not enough in this show that gives me enough of knowing where Spike really is. And of course, mm -hmm. one can be like, yeah, I mean, that's the whole point of the show. But for it to have a, a ending like that where he dies or, you know, at least on the front of it, it looks like he dies. I don't know. It, it just felt a little like anticlimactic for me. That, mm -hmm. and, that, and that's just, that's kind of the way it feels like for me. He's just not an engaging character to me. Like he's just not a, like a likable character there's nothing really there for me to like be like man i feel like i feel a type of way because he died there's no emotion there for me at least for me that's the way i that's the way i took out of this it's cool like it's mm -hmm. cool to see and i think it's you know the way so you feel like it was lacking like character development i guess for like the main people i think lacking emotional tiedness to spike mm -hmm. i see i think like uh the story, in a way, is like, a, what do they call it? Like a beautiful tragedy. Um, I don't know if it's beautiful, but it's tragic. It's a tragic story. And the only way this ends, and, and yeah, it's like the only way this ends is like, there's no happy ending here. Um, that's not what this was meant to be. And, um, you know, I, I get it. Like, you, one could argue. One could argue that Spike doesn't have there's there isn't enough depth for Spike as far as like his character, but I think part of it is like by design because Spike doesn't let you in. Mm -hmm. um, he's just simply someone who goes on like he keeps moving. He doesn't care to like open himself up to people. 
He doesn't care about like outwardly expressing his emotions. He simply like deals with it. Like whether, you know, it's something that um, helps his character from like a like story perspective um, or not. That's how he is. And I think that will always prevent him from being like a character who's, you know, uh, who's just open. Like, so why should we if, care about him then? So I guess that's the question I have. Well, so for me, it would be, it's not so much about caring. I would say it's maybe like you could relate to some of his story in the sense of um, he feels either lost or just stuck in the past. And, um, and unfortunately for him, like the only resolution he had was, was like, the one he, you know, Dying. the what he suffered, and uh, and I, I like by I just think like his character, the way he is, it's like he's not uh, I don't know, like he's just not a character. If I were to compare him to another character, it'd be like if he was Sasuke, like from Naruto, who's like a character character who doesn't open up. He's very closed, um, as opposed to Naruto, who's super open and he like lets you know he's. He's like an exposed nerve. You know everything that's going on with him. And Spike's not that. And um not saying you have to care about him. Uh, but it's just... uh That's how I view him. As someone who's like stuck in the past, I think that's what makes him relatable. I think that's what makes all the characters relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that's like his own undoing in the sense that it doesn't allow him to be deep. Like you, you just... You can't see into it. Like, you can't see into him. He won't allow you. So that's how I felt about it. Um, um, I think um, for me to answer Adia's question um, regarding, like, you know, why should we care about Spike? Um, just for context um, for the audience, you know, three three out of four of us grew up watching this show when we were, mm-hmm. what, like, preteens or something like that? 10 years old, you know, so like, you know, for, for us, you know, I think, um, it's a lot of nostalgia, you know, so it's easier for us to try to look into it, you know, just because, um, you know, we grew up watching this show, um, and you, you know, we're trying to rewatch it again to find deeper meanings and stuff like that, you know, but I could see, you know, the ambiguity of like the story and how it flows, you know, it's not like, most stories, you know. Um, so that's why I could see how, you know, it's a little difficult, you know, for Adiel to feel some type of attachment to this character as compared to, like, me, Paul. Yeah, or, us. Like, you know, there's no doubt that the that. fact that... Yeah, there's no doubt that the fact that we watched this when we were, like, 11 or 12 mm-hmm. plays a role in how, like, we view the show and Spike and Jet and Faye and blah, blah, blah. The list goes on. Um, uh, and sometimes that happens. Like you watch something when you're younger then you rewatch it again when you're older and you're like, whoa, this was not what I... It doesn't hit the same, <laughs> right? Um, and so, yeah, I can't deny that fact. I think that's what makes it interesting is the fact that like... Like for instance, me, I'm over here trying to convince you that Faye does love Spike, and you're like, "Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know," <laughs> right? Um, and uh, yeah, and, and when I was 12, Spike was, 
he had like all the main he was character him. traits, right? He, he, he was. He was him you know in that he day. I mean, role. I don't know anyone else who was him, but that was him. He was, like, and there wasn't, there weren't many spikes around, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, he he was so different to what like what was being shown back in the day. So um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. Don't don't want to don't want to like ramble on because I know we've been recording for hell long. But Paul, I know. What did you think of that last act, dude? Was it fire? Am I the only one who thought it was fire? Oh, I thought it was fire. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I thought so too. Okay, with the music in the background, it's like they're not waiting till the credits to roll. They're rolling it right now. It's like this is it, boys. Get on the get on the bebop. We're riding out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Leaving it open. Yeah, man. We don't know if he died. He's dead, bro. I don't know. He is him. Yeah, he is. That's true. I, yeah, I guess. I didn't those think about stairs that. again, too. Remember, there was a there was a callback to those stairs a few episodes back. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything was in white. It's like a dream. Yeah. Well, it's like a dream. Yep. Yep. Well, we'll end it there. You guys think we should do like a, like a wrap up show so we can give our entire like you know in like two weeks we can give a our entire uh, like summarize what we thought of the show and uh, yeah what we like what we don't like. I think like, so. I think like we can that. come prepare with our favorite episodes or least something favorite like episodes, that, right? something like that. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that. And Ranking of Kings is next. That's the one we're finishing next. So. Uh, right on schedule um and we'll probably do the same with that one so all righty guys we'll end it here we'll be back next week this one was a little longer but i mean it had to be we we finished it that's it finito it's mm-hmm. over yeah. so uh all right guys take care